Hello and welcome to ADHD Fest, the podcast all about adult ADHD with a little bit of self-development and spirituality thrown in there. I am your host, Tara Pratt, and this week the podcast is going to be all about the downsides of self-development, especially for those of us with ADHD and how you can get out of them and use self-development to your advantage in a positive way only. Now, this might not be the subject that you thought I was going to talk about because I am, it says it in the tagline of this podcast, I am a massive, massive promoter of self-development. I think everyone can learn from it. I think everyone has got room to grow and improve. And I love self-development. I love learning generally. And I love the psychology of human beings. And I love working out our limits and what we can do and what we can't do, which I believe is pretty much we can do anything if we set our minds to it. Why I wanted to talk about this, I felt like this was a really important subject because I can see this has happened to me and I can see it happening to some of the ADHDers around me, especially women. We get our diagnosis or we realize we're ADHD and we're waiting for diagnosis and we think, amazing, we've got an answer. This is awesome. Like I've had all these problems for such a long time and now I've finally got the answer. I can work towards fixing it, fixing it in inverted commas. Especially me, I am a fixer. I am solution focused. If I've got a problem, you know, I'm going to do the research. I'm going to find out how to fix it. I'm going to fix it. And then I'm going to move on with my life. The problem is ADHD is a lifelong diagnosis. You're born with it and you will have it for the whole of your life. There is no cure. We can help it with medication and with some of self-development and some techniques that we talk about on here. And I'm sure you can find other techniques elsewhere as well. But I just wanted to talk about this concept of being fixed. Now, self-development is a wonderful thing. It's everyone should do it 100%. But One of the downsides of self-development, I was scrolling through my podcast list yesterday looking for something to listen to. And all of these titles, they're well-meaning, I'm sure, but they kind of imply you are broken. It kind of implies, okay, you're broken, let's, let's fix it. You need to do this thing, you need to do X, Y, and Z before you can be fixed and have a happy life. And the truth is, whether they intend to send that message or not, it is there. It's like self-improvement must be because there's something wrong with me. Why would I want to improve if there was nothing wrong with me? The two are not mutually exclusive. It's the same with manifestation. It's the same with law of attraction. Um, Amanda Francis talks about wanting more, wanting more from the world. And I think it was in one of her recent podcasts, she was saying, you know, who am I? I've got so much Who am I to ask more from God, from life? I should be happy with what I've got. And asking for more implies I'm not happy with what I've got, that there's something wrong with this. And it's a similar concept. You can have absolutely nothing wrong with you, nothing wrong with your situation. You can be grateful for where you are now and be like, this is amazing. What's next? Life happens, change happens. That is inevitable. And it's okay to want to improve on something that is already good. And I want to use this podcast today, this episode, to show you how you are already good. You are not broken in any way. Yes, you have struggles, and we're going to talk about those today, but that doesn't mean you're broken. There's nothing wrong with you. You don't need to be fixed. 
You are a whole person. You are 100% exactly who you are meant to be and you are not broken. And I'm going to prove that to you now. So the universe makes absolutely no mistakes. The chance of being born a human is one in 400 trillion. Now, that is not a made-up number. I have Googled this. Tony, Robin told it, Tony Robbins told it to me at UPW. This is an actual statistic that they have calculated. The chance of being born is one in 400 trillion. I mean, those odds are just staggeringly low. So the fact that you are even born is a miracle. It's an absolute miracle that you're born. You do have struggles, especially if you're an ADHD or any type of neurodivergence. We do have struggles, but a lot of those struggles, I bet I can relate them to how you feel about yourself. Now, I don't want to lose you here. They're real struggles. And I know, I know I struggle with them a lot myself. I'm in a good mode at the moment, but I'm sure I'll be burnt out soon. The struggles are real. I'm not saying they're fake, but we make them worse. They are exacerbated by how we perceive ourselves, how we look at ourselves. And a lot of the time that relates to there's something wrong with me. That's the underlying thought. I am not enough and there is something wrong with me. Why wouldn't that make your struggles worse? If you are always late and you can't help being late because you've got ADHD and you have time blindness, of course, in today's society where People, you know, they put a lot of importance on being on time. It sends signals that we don't even say like, oh, you don't respect my time. You are not capable. You are not disciplined. You can't get to somewhere on time. Those messages that are sent to you without any words, of course, they're going to make you feel like there's something wrong with me, particularly when you can't help it. But just bear with me a moment. Let's take that lateness. Let's take that time blindness. I am willing to bet you that time blindness has definitely been helpful to you in your life before. So when we manage to do eight hours of work in one hour, when we get that hyper-focus, we manage to do that thesis or the whole house tidied in one hour, which would normally take a whole day. Guess what that's down to? That is down to our time blindness. It's because we believe we can. Any neurotypical would not even attempt to do that because they know the concept of time. They know, they think in their mind that that is impossible. We don't know that because we have no concept of time and we're like, yeah, I could get a 10,000 word essay done in one hour. Yeah, I can do that. And we cram it and maybe it's not one hour, maybe it's two, but we can work so much faster at such a higher level. Our brains kick into gear in a crisis and we can pull it out of the bag. And that is down to our time blindness. So the time blindness does make you late, but it also gives you this skill where you can get things done much more quickly than other people. So are we broken? Is it a problem? Well, if you look at it from society's point of view, yes. If we're just going to look at, at it from that point of view of what is valued in our society, then yes, we are. But the truth is, what is society? It's just a made up thing. If you go into space to another planet, no one cares about the society that's going on on it. No one cares about keep keeping up with the Joneses. Animals in the woods don't care whether you're late or you're on time. It's not a big deal. It's a made up concept. Time is a made up concept. 
it's not real. Time blindness actually can be a gift because time isn't real. It's not us that is broken, it's the system that's broken. These values that society and the culture put upon us are made up. You can go to a completely different country and what they value, what they think is important in a person is completely different. It's like we value youth here. We value youth massively. You want to look young, you want to be young, you want to be cool. In other countries, age is valued. It's the elders that get all the respect. It's the elders that are given everything. It's just a made-up concept. You are not broken. You have the struggles you have because A, the system is set up against you in those situations. And B, it's the way you feel about yourself. You punish yourself because you don't fit in with that system. So the truth is, it's the system that's broken. It's not you. Another example, executive functioning struggles. You know, they may not help us prioritize important tasks. I would say this is my number one issue personally, so I'm going to tell you a quick personal story. Executive functioning overwhelms me. I am a very capable person. I'm very competent at things like I can create social media content. I can, you know, look after a whole house. I can project manage an extension. I have helped produce theater shows before. I am just very, I'm a very competent person, but executive functioning overwhelms me and stops me in my tracks. I can create that content, but it will never ever be posted. It will never ever be scheduled. I will never be consistent with it. I can produce that show, but I can't clean my bedroom. Like that is the difference for me. My executive functioning is terrible. I never know where to start. But I tell you what, it has 100% been a blessing and helped me in creating magical moments in my life, in my friend's life and in my children's lives. You've never seen a Valentine's Day like it than what I do in my house. Now, I can't prioritize the tasks. There's a million other things technically more important, again in inverted commas, more important than making a magical Valentine's Day for my husband and for my kids. But guess what? I couldn't prioritize that. So what could I focus on? Something that brings me joy, obviously chasing the dopamine. I set up, I went out and I got a whole little buffet. I got decorations. I surprised the kids. And guess what? It's one of our best memories. We don't remember whether the dishes were done that day. We don't remember really whether I had the uniforms ready for the next day. But we've got the pictures to show. The kids still talk about, oh, remember last year when you did that amazing Valentine's Day? It was so cool. That is my executive functioning issue. If I didn't have that issue, then I would have been too busy worrying about the laundry, worrying about the house, worrying about the dishes to have given my brain space to that. Do you see what I'm saying? Neurotypical people are too busy doing the important tasks that they prioritize because their brain functions and tells them this is a priority. Doing a nice Valentine's Day isn't particularly a priority right now. We've got thing, other things to do. But guess what? They miss out on those magical moments. They don't have that beautiful memory. And I'm not saying this is everyone. I'm just generalizing. But that is where my executive functioning has helped me. Those problems have been helpful to me because I've focused on something else that's brought joy, even though I've forgotten the technically important things. And I bet if you look back in your life, you can find where your biggest struggle has helped you too.
the moral of this story that I'm telling you today, the one thing I want you to take away is our success actually lies in our flaws. Accepting your flaws and celebrating them is the key to finding purpose and joy with your ADHD. You've got to work with it. I'm going to go back to those struggles and self-development and how we can use self-development to our advantage without it damaging us, without us getting the message over and over again, you are broken, you need to be fixed. The way I look at self-development is it should be looked at as suggestions, not instructions or laws. There is no, you have to do this to fix yourself and achieve this outcome. We want to aim for alignment and flow. Self-help should be easy and fun. If you've had a suggestion or you've read a book that tells you to, for example, Miracle Morning. Miracle Morning has worked wonders for people in real life, in my life. And I know I tried it for a few days and I really enjoyed it. It was really good, but I couldn't keep it up. It wasn't easy. It wasn't in flow. I've adapted it and I've taken from it what I found helpful. So the things I found helpful were listening to subliminals, doing some EFT, if you've never heard of that emotional freedom technique, I've done episodes on it before, and also gratitude. So instead of miracle morning, I just set my alarm half an hour earlier than I would normally get up. I keep my eyes closed and I put my headphones in and turn my subliminals on. So I could be dozing, I could be half asleep, I turn my subliminals on. If I can wake up a little bit, I'll have my subliminals on and I'll do a round of EFT tapping. And then I'll sit and think for three minutes about things I'm grateful for. And that has massively made a difference to my day. It's easy. I enjoy it. I'm excited to do it at this point in the morning. So can you see how that feels in alignment? Waking up at five o'clock in the morning and doing the whole savers thing that he talks about in the morning miracle does not feel in alignment for me. It's horrible. It's dark. It's cold. I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to do it. We're aiming for alignment and flow. They are suggestions. Just because I don't get up at five o'clock and do those things doesn't mean I won't be a successful person. It doesn't mean I won't be a happy person. They are suggestions to help you with your struggles. They're not meant to add more struggles. It's not get up at five o'clock in the morning and you will be fixed. There's nothing to fix. I am perfectly fine. I want to make my own life easier and I want to always be improving. I'm happy with who I am now, but everyone can be better. Life changes, life ebbs and flows. I love learning and growing. So it's in alignment for me to try new things. And that's what I want you to do as well. I don't want you to feel like, oh, I've got to do this thing because I'm struggling so much and I'm a terrible person and I need to fix this part of my personality. No, whether you do it or not, you are fixed. We just need to help your struggles. That's all. We just need to make your life easier. That's all we're doing with self-help. So we're aiming for alignment and flow. We're aiming for easy and fun. If it's not those things, don't do it. For one, it won't work. It won't work if you're not enjoying it. If it's not alignment and flow, A, it won't stick. And B, it's just not enjoyable. So it will only make you feel worse about yourself. And remember, easy is not the same for everyone. So just because you find something easy doesn't mean it's not working. It doesn't mean that it's easy for the other person. Everyone's flow, everyone finds flow in things that other people don't. For example, I've just had an online meeting then 
with a virtual assistant to help me with some of my work. And they were like, okay, so a lot of people need help with editing podcasts. Would you like that us to do that for you? And I'm like, no, I find editing extremely easy. Like once a podcast is done, I can sit and edit it, no problem. While I'm watching a TV program, I can sit and edit it. It feels easy and in flow for me. And this is not to make anyone feel bad who doesn't find that easy because what I struggle with is choosing a topic, mainly for this podcast. There's so many topics that I could possibly choose from and they're evergreen. It's not like there's news that comes up all the time, new topics for me to talk about in ADHD that are current. The only one I can think of recently that was current is the crisis with the medication. And I was so glad that week because it gave me something to talk about. But usually I just have to pick from the millions of possible topics that I could talk about. That is what I struggle with. That is what I need help with. Now, I know a lot of neurodivergent people that do not struggle with that at all. They're very talkative. They know exactly what they want to talk about. But then when it comes to editing, they're stuck. They can't be bothered following it through. They can't be bothered doing it. So can you see where my ease and flow is completely different to the next person's. Of course, self-development is suggestions. And when I say self-development, I'm talking about ADHD strategies as well. There's not that much difference between the two. It's just tweaked a little bit for the ADHD brain. They're suggestions, they're things to try, and it's supposed to be easy. Life gets to be easy. You can use your gifts or struggles. You can look at them as two sides of a coin. Burnout is a massive struggle. I struggle with it terribly. I'll work like this and I'll be on it for a few months, say like two, three months, and then I'll burn out and I'll be off my game for at least a month. And it's horrible. Those times are horrible, but they become less and less the more I learn to realize and understand that I am not broken. I am not broken at all. I'm getting burnt out because I am acting like I am broken. I'm acting like I need to fix myself. I'm forcing myself to do things that don't come with ease and flow. We should enjoy our lives. That's what life is for. That is what life is about. And we can. The more that we accept we are who we are and the bad comes with a pinch of good too. We can just make our lives easier by trying different things. And if they don't work, it doesn't mean anything about us. It just means that's not the right fit for me on to the next. So I hope this has been helpful for you today. Don't forget if you are in burnout or if you're prone to it, I do have the burnout Bible downloadable printable file. It's £4.44 on my website. I've got it down in the notes. There's like a little um, link there. You can find that there. It's so helpful. It's got a pre-burnout part. It's got a post-burnout part. And it just takes all of the thinking and decision-making out of looking after yourself during burnout or overwhelm. I've also got a freebie down below if you are looking to get diagnosed in the UK. It's a bundle for the quickest route at the moment to be seen and assessed. It's the UK diagnosis assessment bundle I think it is but it's on a a link down below as well and don't forget about our body doubling podcast I'm loving the body doubling sessions I'm mostly doing clean with me things but I'm thinking about doing one this week about planning out your week and as always I'm very open to suggestions do get in touch over on Instagram it's at ADHD fest on TikTok I am at ADHD underscore fest And over on Facebook, we've got our Facebook group, ADHD Fest, the group. Find your fire, find your flow, and I'll see you all next week. Bye.